Hi, I'm Trinity Wheeler. And I'm Alan Shaw. And this is Rhapsody Radio. Hello, we are back. How's everybody doing? Amazing. Present. Uh, present. <laughs> Counted for. Yes. Breathing. Yeah. yeah. Um, hello, Jen Bellini. You are back from Utah. I am so back from Utah. Although mentally, I think my spirit's still out there. No, I love that. Yeah. I love that. I feel like I feel like a, a song's like, about to go I mean, on. Physically, yeah. I'm here, but you know, spiritually, not so much. So, yeah. Leaving little sprinkles of Jen all over the country. Yeah, like I, I met so many awesome people. So hopefully, they remember me because you know. Yeah, who, who could, could not? forget me? Yeah, I know. Yeah, so Jen, you've had a lot going on, and and you decided to take a trip out west. Yeah, so to Zion, to Zion National Park, and I also went to Bryce National. Amazing. Bryce Canyon National, that is. Um, so it was sort of the impetus, and, and, and yeah, tell us about your experience. So I just, you know, felt this need to, like, go spend some time in nature, which was very odd for me because I never have done something like that before. And so I just was like, okay, let's go. So I found a place. I booked it. I went. And Without the kids, you went alone. Yeah, I went alone. Yeah, I went by myself. I just, I, I was that. just like thinking, you know, I've never been any place by myself before. I just feel this need to disconnect and figure my shit out, for lack of a better word, right? Yeah. Best thing I've ever done for myself, honestly. Like, if you have not taken a vacation by yourself, I encourage it. Mm. Honestly, I love that when you were prepping, you know, you said you needed a knife and a bunch of things for these. No, hikes. you said <laughs> I needed a knife <laughs> and a bear knife at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you ordered this giant dagger on Amazon, and then you finally traded it out. For I did something trade it more in. Reasonable. I got like a pocket knife, uh-huh. and I got a little thing of mace, and I kept it in my backpack, and it never left the backpack. I didn't need it at all. Right. Well, that's you know? good. Yeah. I mean, someone was killed this week by a grizzly bear, like in Alaska. What? Yeah. That's Clearly, true. I don't watch he the news. He stands by the fact that you needed that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. if you hadn't have had the knife, you would have needed the knife. I mean, that's true. So it's that's it's about works. preparation. That's true. That's so true. you were telling me about a hike that you did that had a, a, a lot, a big steep incline to it. Yes. Tell yes. me, tell me that. Okay, so it was Angels Falls hike, and it was about five miles, and it was straight up a hill. So it was kind of like it was zigzag like this till you got to the top, but it was inclines the whole mm-hmm. way. And I have my walking sticks. And I mean, I'd like to say I'm in decent shape, I was right? I say, this is what we train for, Jen. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'm like, I'm yeah, like, I, was like, I got this. Go um, but I had no idea what I was really in store for. So I start hiking. And I don't really, wasn't paying attention to how far along I was. But my butt and my legs were on fire. Like, yeah. like I would rather do a million squats. Like, you probably they did. didn't burn. I know, right? <laughs> um, but anyway, so I'm hiking up this hill. And... I, I really was like standing straight up walking, right? And that's probably not the best idea, right? Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that at the time. Anyway, so this guy was walking the opposite way down, and he must have just seen this pain of, I don't know what kind of look on my face. And he reached out to touch my hand, and all these thoughts immediately went through my head was, oh, my God, why is this guy going to touch me? Do I need to get my mace out? Right. To, <laughs> Or dagger. I, or dagger. Or dagger. Um, yeah. To immediately, <clears throat> I just got these chill bumps through my whole entire body, which told me I was safe. Mm-hmm. And he made eye contact with me and he said, lean into it. Like, as calm as the day. Mm. And all of a sudden, I got this huge pain in my chest, like this heaviness in my chest. And I could just feel like the crying, like tears were just going to explode. And he just went along his way and I was like, 
yes, lean into it, lean into it. And I'm feeling the burn in my legs, in my ass, and in my chest, all this heaviness. And I leaned over it with the walking sticks, and I start hiking up, leaning into it. And I'm like, yeah, okay, this is a little bit better, some relief, not that much, but that's okay. But I cried the rest of the way. Yeah. Um, And then I got to a point, I don't know how long it was, but I could see the top. And I just felt like all this lightness, like I didn't feel any burn Mm -hmm. from the pain of walking up. I didn't feel any pain in my chest anymore. The tears went away. And I just felt this pure lightness with inside of me Mm -hmm. and just... It, it was amazing. It was like no more pain. I felt nothing as far as pain is concerned. And I just was like, this is so wonderful. I feel all this joy. I don't feel um, constricted anymore. It's like I released all this blockage inside of me. Um, and then I looked around at the view and I was like, I am literally in heaven. <laughs> like yeah. whatever heaven yeah. looks like, I think this is it. Yeah. Yeah. It was so amazing. I always tell people, I said, you know, because... I have traveled a lot. I've been to all 50 states in the U.S. And the national parks in this country are so unique and different, yeah. but they're each so incredible. Yeah. And I always say, you know, if, if you need to reset and get out and really kind of reconnect with earth and nature, the national parks are definitely the way to go. Yeah. I mean, it's so crazy because like the next morning I woke up and... Um, I guess just all that release and I let go of all that shit that was inside of me, I just felt all of this love and compassion and joy for so many people um, that have been part of my life that I never thought that I could get to that point, right? Right. Um, And I always said, I have compassion, I have empathy, I have all these things for all these people. But really, when you go through difficult times and you let that shit go... It's just wonderful feeling of love and compassion for other people. And you're thinking to yourself, wow, like what happened to you? Mm -hmm. And you just have all this compassion for people. And it was really, it was really awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's also, you know, I, I look at the people in my life and also in, in my own personal life of being like, that's why I'm so, um, like that baseline, that foundation of love and compassion is like where we all sit. Right. And then all the other like outside circumstances just start to happen, right? And they all start piling on and piling on. And then you get to a point where you're like, I've got to get away. Right. And then that, you know, having those moments, I think is what life is really all about, right? Um, because that's, that is like, the, I've been reading The Obstacle is the Way. And that's like, that is, that's exactly what it is, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, Jen, that's what your whole business is about. I mean, moving forward, health and wellness is just about that idea of finding calm, coming back to center. Mm -hmm. You recently did an article for Rhapsody News uh, about these seven sort of points that you can do to bring you back to center and to reset yourself. So I thought today would be a great topic because of your Utah trip. I would tie this into the, the podcast. So we'll go (laughs) through these. I see, see it all ties together. (laughs) I see the connection here. So the the first thing that you always say about coming back to center is just breathing, simply breathing. Yeah. I mean, obviously we all breathe because that's how we make it through the day and through our lives. Right. But I think, I think what's important to know about it is that 
<laughs> breathe, Ellen, breathe, 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 breathe. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just like... Yeah, not during burpees, though. That's yeah, when not, you stop breathing. Yeah, that's when you stop breathing. I know burp. that for a fact. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And wall balls and rowing and, yeah. Well, everything, Basically, really. everything you make Everything physical right. that you make. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think it's important that, especially like even this morning, you know, we're all running late and we're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. But are you really breathing? You're not because you're all stressed and your nervous system's all jacked up. And you just need to take a minute to kind of center yourself and just take a few deep breaths. And I mean, there's other, um, obviously, different types of breathing techniques that you can do that don't take that long, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I at, at work, for example, when I'm behind my computer and I'm like getting a million emails, and I'm sure you've all experienced this. And you're just stressed out and you're just running a million, mile, million miles a minute. Gosh, I can't talk today. Um, <laughs> you just step away for two minutes, even if you're in the bathroom, and just you know, inhale to the count of four and exhale to the count of six. Or you can um, do other types of breathing activities, which this is an actually interesting one that I just recently started doing for myself. Mm. And when you're breathing in, you're breathing in through your belly, so your belly's expanding, then continue another breath in through your chest so like your whole front area is expanded mm -hmm. and then exhaling through your mouth really hard mm -hmm. and you do that like four or five times and like that like your nervous system is just like okay I can move on to the next thing so mm -hmm. I think it's really important to even catch yourself when you're in those states of stress am I breathing 100%. You know, I've been going to jujitsu a lot. And one of the keys to jujitsu is continue to breathe. Right. Because, you know, when someone's laying on top of you and your head's in the mat and you're being crushed mm -hmm. and pulled all different ways, you, you have to breathe. Yeah. And your, your tendency is just to want to lock up and not breathe. Exactly. But one of, one of the, the athletes that I was uh, rolling with over there said to me, he says, if, if you're not breathing, you're not living. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I like keep that. that in my head, you know, when I'm yeah. over there. And yeah. uh, it, it's been a big help. Yeah. Um, the second thing you talk about, and I think this is really important for everyone, and we all try to practice this a bit, is, is meditation. And um, I know meditation can mean different things to different people, but... Uh, yeah, so meditation is my new jam, like like to the 10th power. <laughs> Do you jam in a meditation? Yeah, definitely. You put Beyonce yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. Um, all the single Well, ladies. it's interesting because like, I'll, I'll talk to people who don't meditate, for example, and I'll say, you know, maybe you should try it. Mm -hmm. And they look at me like, oh, you're just weird. You're just weird. And, you know, I was very judgmental about it at, at first myself. And I'm like, why are you just sitting there? Like, that's so weird. Like, that's like, mm -hmm. what is going on? Um, anyway, but once I started practicing, and there's different types of meditation, but it really helps you um, clear the space in your mind. Mm. Like, you have a million thoughts all the time, right? Yeah. It's just calm it down and just give yourself some space to have some clarity and to focus. And it calms your nervous system, too, because you're breathing and you're just being. Mm -hmm. And you're connecting to yourself inside. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, when I first started meditating, it was more because I needed de to decrease my anxiety and stress level. But it has turned and involved, evolved into such a different practice for me today. Right. Uh, I, my, the next one is my favorite, and it's uh, catch some Z's. Uh, yeah, well, so sleeping. Yeah. And I've actually, in recent months, you know, COVID to me, you know, yes, Alan and I both had uh, COVID back in, I guess, April. Um, but one thing that it's done, it, it has made me tired. Just yeah. this, this period, not COVID itself. Yes, yeah, COVID yeah, yeah. itself made me tired, but this whole period has made me feel pretty exhausted at times. But recently I've, I've started increasing my sleep time mm -hmm. and I feel night and day better. Well, I think the thing is about COVID and being quarantined was we all got to slow down 
mm. as, a, as a human race, right? We um, got to spend time with ourselves and we got to sleep a lot more, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, that was good for, mm-hmm. for everybody. Um, and, let's, and also talking just about sleeping, right? I think during quarantine and you come out of quarantine and we're sort of back in the realm of busy, busy, go, go, go. You think back to quarantine and you're like, wow, I need to sleep. I'm tired. And I kind of experienced that myself because I'm like, I'm so exhausted, yeah. like all the time. I'm having a lot of conversations with clients about stamina. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, because you're coming out of, of quarantine and, and you're, you know, things are ramping up and you're, you know, getting busy again. And it's like, you, you know, I think we all have in our head what we were holding, like our routine mm-hmm. before this, and we're trying to get back to it. And so you're, you know, I would liken it to when you haven't run in a while and you go back to run a mile and you're like, I remember when I could do this and it was, you know, yeah. it was easy for me or I could keep this pace. And so I think that stamina holds true, mm-hmm. not only for <laughs> what you try to do physically or yeah. athletically, but also, you know, just during your work day. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think it's real important that we all get at least seven to eight hours of sleep. So I've been put putting on my uh, sleep notifications or whatever you totally. know, on the phone. Um, so I get eight hours of sleep. Now, sometimes, you know, I get to bed a little later, but um, but I try to stick to that. The phone, the notifications, everything's off. Yep. It, it, whatever, to, whatever comes in after nine o'clock can wait till tomorrow. Absolutely. That's so, so funny because... Um, my experience was completely different <laughs> because I actually didn't, I actually like you were working went into super turbo mode. Yeah, you did. I don't know if that's a mode, but you know when quarantine started because everything sort of went out the window, yeah. and then you were like, oh, okay, let's adjust and let's try yeah. to figure out how to make this happen and how to keep everything afloat, and yeah. so I found that now that we're getting back into a routine. I'm allowing myself to take more time to sleep. So I think it was either one way or the other. It was either, well, we're stuck at home and you can't do anything. Okay, well, might as well just... Yeah. Catch an extra nap, yeah. yeah. Or you're you're the you were the small you are the small business owner that was like, okay, uh, I see a little bit of semblance of normalcy coming back, yeah. and now you know, uh, quarantine was the best thing that could have happened. I think for Rhapsody in the sense because it helped us sort of weed through what we had mm-hmm. going on or where we were, and we made things way more efficient. Um, I think, and, Mm -hmm. and got the people in the right, we got the people in the right places. Um, and I'm now at a point where I'm like, oh yeah, you can sleep and don't worry about that extra hour that, you know, you don't need to be. And have you ever noticed though, when you don't get enough sleep, what happens to you? Mm. Like Mm -hmm. you get five hours of sleep. I know personally, if I get five hours of sleep, I'm miserable the next day. I'm useless. I'm cranky. Yeah. Um, my, my mental state is not very good. You know, I'm crabby, I'm snapping at people and I'm just yeah. not really who I am. And so that affects your health. For yeah. sure. You know? And I think this leads right into it. Number four is limit the media. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The media intake. Yes. So, I, and I kind of think, um, that's an understatement. I think this point also, um, kind of feeds into the, to the next point of connect. So let's kind of combine the two. Yeah. Right. So, um, when I was in Utah, I said, I am disconnecting because I need that for my mental health, Mm -hmm. right? So I deleted all my social media apps. I had my phone only for pictures and for emergencies for my kids. That Mm -hmm. was it. And the first day I was like, what is going on? I'm having withdrawal from social media and all the things. And then the second day I was like, oh, 
Yeah. This is awesome. No alerts, no notifications, no this, no that. And it really just gave me the space to just be me and just to live life without that who's doing what? Do I need to know what this person's doing? Do I care? Like, you know, what's going on at Rhapsody that I'm missing out on? Like, mm-hmm. you know, that whole thing. Yeah. And I think it's so it was so important to just disconnect. Now, obviously, I don't do that at home, but like I've tried to instill practices where Again, I turn my notifications off at a certain time. I don't look at social media all day. I have a new rule for myself. I get on social media when I want to get on social media, post what I want when I want, and I get off. I don't scroll anymore. I don't do all the things that I used to do that made me feel um, like something was wrong with me. Like, oh my gosh, well, if you're happy and look at your beautiful life, well, that makes me miserable because I'm not doing that. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and I just think that that's important to have like a disconnection time. And then when you're with the people and your circle that you're really with, you be with them. Don't go to dinner and sit on your phones all day and look up every oh, once in a while. That's my biggest pet peeve. It drives me crazy. Oh. Yeah. You know, like you really need to connect crazy. from a human perspective with the people around you that love and care about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number six is staying active. Mm. So... Let's talk about that for a minute. (laughs) Okay. So it is so important to stay active and move your body, right? Obviously. I mean, I used to work out a lot, sometimes multiple times a day. I don't do that anymore. Um, But I still move my body, right? I still go, go to Rhapsody and work out once or twice a week. I'm trying to do more yoga. I'm trying to just instill other movements just to keep healthy and physically active. Mm -hmm. But, you know, once you stop moving and you're on the couch, you lose momentum, you lose motivation, Mm -hmm. and you just kind of lose yourself in that mobility, Mm -hmm. right? It's like you become a tin man. I find it's, you know, and, and especially if you have a job where the nature of your work is to be sitting behind a desk, Mm-hmm. It's amazing how when you're not moving regularly, yeah. you do, I mean, yeah, you get stiff, you, you get you, stiff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, that coupled with, I think the mental repercussions mm-hmm. of not getting out in the sun yeah. and moving and yeah. you know, you start to feel like the walls are closing in. Yeah. So it was interesting. Cause I had this epiphany when I came back my first class back at Rhapsody and, um, I don't know, maybe it was a week after I got back and I have a new like mental outlook on working out. It's so, I think I was telling you this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I go in and I'm like, normally I'm like, what's the workout? Okay. What was my time before? What was my weight before? Mm-hmm. I have to beat it. I have to beat it. I have to beat it. And I would get angry. Like when you would come and say, you know, whatever you would say to me, I'd get angry at you. <laughs> you know? um, but anyway, so I go in yeah. and I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to do it and I'm going to do whatever I do. And I'm not going to worry about what I did the last time. I'm not going to worry about what so-and-so is doing over here. And I literally, in my mind, the whole workout, I, I think the, round, the goal was like 15 rounds of whatever we were doing. Yeah. And I got to like round nine and I looked at the clock and I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to keep going. I mean, yeah. I'm fine. I'm, I'm not here to like win a race. Right? Right. Yeah, we've been talking a lot about that recently with the staff about, you know, yes, we do have goals and we have mm-hmm. measurable data that mm-hmm. we follow, but you can't let that data take over. Exactly. You know, it, it's, it's, it's how you do in that day, in that moment, and what's right for you. Right. And, and it, yes, it's great to have, to see your progress over time, mm-hmm. but also you just have to, just, if you go in every yeah. day and do it for you, that's all that matters. Exactly. And, and I think that was a key, um, measurable in my mind, um, that I just never connected before. Cause it was always go, 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 yep. beat, beat, beat your last goal. 
who's around you. Not that I was like competitive in an angry way or malicious way. It was just like, well, what's Mary Beth doing? I got to keep up with her. Right. You, you know, just it's as like an example. It's like a performance pressure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just, I'm just kind of more relaxed and chilled about it now. I just, it's not a high priority for me to just be so overly worried and competitive. Totally. Yeah. So lastly, you say in your article, find the silver lining. Yeah. So um, we all have feelings. Mm-hmm. We all have good what? feelings. You have feelings. <laughs> I know you do. I, I don't know them. what you mean. <laughs> you know, we all the good, the bad, all all the things, right? And I think it's just a matter of um, living in your truth and being your authentic self, and acknowledging the good, bad, and the ugly, and flowing with it. Right. And it's okay. And um, you don't have to have a hundred percent positive mindset twenty four hours a day because that's not realistic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe that, and this was, and this held true for me, you know, I would say, I'm so positive, I'm so happy, and I love you, and all the things, which I meant it, Yeah. but when it would come to myself, I didn't believe it inside, mm-hmm. and I think that, for me, lately has been a huge um, eye-opener, because if you don't believe it yourself, what, what do you have? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's not about the Pollyanna attitude. It's not about, you know, kind of faking this positivity in hopes that, that maybe you'll reach it if you fake it hard enough. But I also think that, um, as someone who can very quickly err on the side of worst case scenario and negative, um, because so much of my job feels like Mm -hmm. triaging Mm -hmm. constantly. Um, but I also find that if, if, you can practice finding the silver lining, you practice finding your option and you've practiced finding your opportunity. So even in, you know, the hardest of times, Mm -hmm. if you can train yourself to at least look for it, that's probably your next step. And I would say, and that's where like having a gratitude practice comes into play. If you're always looking for the good in whatever situation that you're in, you have that feeling inside of you of positive emotions mm-hmm. and that, and that comes out in just normal, authentic ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause it's impossible to be angry and grateful at exactly. the same time. Exactly. Try it. You can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually just about to be like, ah, like, can you do that? Can what? I do that? No, right you now? can't. No, I can't. No. <laughs> Jen, this is really great stuff, especially, okay. you know, with everything that's gone on this yeah. year, I think it's great to reconnect to this. So with moving forward, tell us how people can connect to you through that because you do work with people directly. I do. I do one-on-one coaching, um, wellness coaching, nutrition coaching, and all that. So I recently just created a new Instagram for moving I forward. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. I just, I felt like it was time to, um, create moving forward's own space mm-hmm. so that, cause I was struggling with, well, do it on my own personal Instagram. Well, how do I promote my business and me? And it, it was just like stressing me out. So I was like, okay, well, we're just going to separate it. And that's the end of it. Right. But anyway, um, what was I talking about? Moved, the, the, <laughs> okay. the moving forward handle. On oh Instagram. yeah. So it, it is moving forward underscore wellness. Perfect. Yeah. Where people connect connect to you there. That's my business. And then you can connect personally with me on um, moving forward underscore JB. Love nice. it. Yes. Yeah. Because so, I gotta say I'm about zero for seven on this list. So, so I need I'm to work with need you actually. Along. Okay. Yeah. Help, help, please. Okay. And Perfect. Thank you. So 
this list is part of an article that's on Rhapsody News um, yes. that we that we have at Rhapsody. It's rhapsodynews.com. We've curated over 200 articles there about everything, health, fitness, wellness, from a variety of experts, from Coach Allen. Mary Beth has business tips there. So do check that out on um, rhapsodynews.com. Hey, y'all, next week is our season finale of season two. Oh, what? my gosh. How's that possible? I, I know. I, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. What is time anymore? I know. Season two feels like a blur to me. We're just in a vortex. <laughs> uh, yes. It's a constant swirl. We're going to be talking about coaching and coachability. Um, it's a topic we've been covering a lot at the gym recently, and I think it'd awesome. be great to, to dive in on that. But um, until then, stay safe. And Keep we'll see you up. soon. Awesome. Love you. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.